0: Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is December the 10th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin unconfiscated only the beginning in motion five-digit realm one day closer to an all-time high i am offended by some compete don't complain we're going to talk about that today and conviction all right tomorrow 1 p.m Baltimore time, East Coast time. This week in Bitcoin, we have a new guest that will be on. Christian will be on also. Nico will be on. It's going to be a great time. And new guests, as I said. All right. If you have questions, I have answers. There's already one question in there. I'm going to answer that question soon because it pertains to the topic. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. Yes, Hanukkah will start tonight. Some of you, it's already started. If you're watching in London, I guess it's already Hanukkah over there so it's a nice uh, nice holiday okay let's uh, let's start there are two big stories okay in the space there are two big stories in the Bitcoin space and two big narratives overall topics that have been floating around institutions are coming institutions are buying okay they're basically using it as a store of value okay they don't really care about privacy at all. Uh, you know, Michael Saylor is a great spokesperson. He doesn't care about privacy, though. Um, there are a lot of big organizations out there. It, it, you know, you get a big, you get pride. And they're, oh, I'm getting a confirmation from this huge organization that they love Bitcoin also. OK, don't pedestal, but I, I get where you're coming from. At the same time, in the United States, there are rumors about all sorts of ridiculous regulation whether it be from the current administration or the next administration um, that involve basically KYC, that that involve getting rid of, well, getting rid of hopes of of privacy. Okay. And so these stories, I'm going to tie them together today. All right. So let's Nick Carter, this tweet uh, basically becoming very clear that wall street is and will be an advocate of bitcoin rather than an adversary now whether these firms will support the same version of bitcoin that bitcoiners believe in is another question entirely <laughs> so yes mass mutual uh, they can't get you can't get more wall street than that they joined the bitcoin club today with a 100 million dollar purchase of bitcoin all right and so this is becoming pretty common uh, we've predicted this time for a while. Now we're living through it. It's freaking awesome to be alive now. Uh, price goes up. You know how it goes. Okay. Scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. They're adding to the scarcity and it isn't for their cash reserve. It is for the firm's general investment account. Okay. So does Mass Mutual care about uh, privacy? Would they, would they like Bitcoin more if it was uh, KYC? So, uh, We've got in a thread that's talking about Mass Mutual. a a guy named David, I, I believe his name is, uh, he brings he says this, a battle for another day. In my opinion, uh, more important in my opinion, more importantly, in the short term, the more companies like Mass Mutual that choose to buy Bitcoin, the less likely it is. That the United States Congress or other governments will do anything stupid like try to limit or ban its ownership and use. All right. Now, I agree. For all the FUD out there, oh, the Biden administration is going to ban it. Or for years and years and years, the United States can ban Bitcoin. We've gone beyond the point of no return with that now. Okay, so this guy's point is very valid. That mass mutual buying, that it's not legitimate FUD anymore. When mass mutual is, is buying, after all these others have other bought, that the United States will ban it. Okay? It's here. It is here. So it, they're going to have to deal with it in some way. Now, what is the way they're going to have to deal with it here? Um, how hard are they going to try to regulate it? And how open – will these new players in the space this is where the big boys play how open will the new players be to kyc will they uh totally they already follow a bunch of wall street rules they're the wall street guys they're in bed with the government all sorts of rules benefit them and they've been down with all sorts of regulations uh that kind of centralized power around these big uh, wall street organizations so the the great jameson lopp says Looking forward to the Wall Street Agreement. Now, what's that? that what's that a, a reference uh, to? That's uh, to the, the, back in the day they had the New York Agreement with uh, with the two X, uh, the uh, Segwit two X that everybody was worried about, uh, which was going to be a change of Bitcoin. It, Segwit two X was going to be a fork of Bitcoin. They were going to complain. They were going to say they were the real Bitcoin. So, what could the future Wall Street Agreement? be and 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 there's going to be there's going to be something like this okay (laughs) it would be like hey you know the government is demanding all these kyc regulations let's just make it simple let's just fork off bitcoin and make it compliant within bitcoin instead of making regulations around bitcoin let's just make it compliant within bitcoin and this will be our bitcoin wall street bitcoin kyc bitcoin whatever bitcoin I've, I mean, I've just read you tweets from three other people, whatever. It's just not me that sees, you know, what path we're going down here. OK, so I am very happy. This is where the big boys play that uh, big boys from traditional finance are here. I understand that they don't give a darn about KYC. They co- care about store of value. I care about store of value. They're welcome to be here. They're welcome to come up with the Wall Street Agreement of the future. They're wa- welcome to fork off. And unfortunately, they're welcome to claim that maybe they have the real Bitcoin. Who knows what it's going to come to, but it's going to come to something that involves a fork. All right. And I've been I've been predicting a, a, a uh, unfriendly fork for a while. All right. And as I said in the past, I thought it would be something that dealt with the, the number of Bitcoin. But this it's pretty obvious that the KYC thing is, is going to come up first since the government is so into it. The, you've got Warren Davidson and uh, congressmen writing to the the, the the one one side of the bureaucracy. You know, don't regulate wallets. Don't regulate the self custody wallets. Don't regulate the. You know, so it, it's there. Are rumors there could be news tomorrow. FUD Friday could be tomorrow where a announces a new regulation. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it how it all progresses. It's worlds are colliding here, though the regulation world and the Wall Street world are colliding here in in the Bitcoin world. Get used to it, and pound that like button. But but have a strong hand and just treat it as a crypto dividend. Treat it uh, as uh, when it happens, just turn it into more Bitcoin. Uh, because Bitcoin is next Bitcoin, not KYC Bitcoin. Wednesday show. I just put yesterday's show was awesome. Please watch it. I just uh, linked to it uh, in the the chat again. So we had a question, and I'm going back to the question from Donald forty five Trump forty five. Do you think the regulator regulations will be that we cannot take Bitcoin off the exchanges after we buy it there? No, you will be able to take it off the exchanges. The regulation that's being proposed, rumored right now, is, hey, you bought Bitcoin on, your, on the exchange, or you've been storing it there for a while, and you want to take it off? Well, prove that you're taking it off to an address that you control. You can only send it to you, and you better prove to us that it's you because the government says you must prove it's you. So what you would have to do is, you know, <laughs> at that point, uh, if you're in that situation with your, you know, sign your, sign a message uh, on your Trezor address, uh, with on your Trezor, and maybe you're gonna have to send in your picture with, with, with the tre- I don't know, all sorts of weird things you're gonna have to do. But once you, you prove that, um, then it, once it's on your Trezor, then you could, do, you could send it to whoever you want to. You can send it to some lady on the streets of Las Vegas. You can send it to, to whoever you want with that. And Andreas p- points that out. The, the exchanges don't like this uh, because people are going to figure out, like, why am I even storing on an exchange? Why am I buying from an exchange? Some people are going to say, you know, why don't I just go to a Bitcoin meetup and hand some guy some cash and he can hand me some Bitcoin. Uh, so that that's why there's been some blowback from from Coinbase and such. and we, we will see how it develops. Uh, you know what? The, the best time to buy Bitcoin is today. That's that's what some people say. Uh, there are no regulations. There's, there's nothing stopping you from sending buying Bitcoin today and, and sending it wherever you want to from that third party that you bought it from. Uh, at, at this point with all these rumors, you are insane. To have your Bitcoin with a third party, though, you're absolutely insane. Even if they're giving you interest, you might not be able to get that Bitcoin off easily <laughs> at all. Uh, because, again, you have to control your own private key. That It's your Bitcoin when you control your own private key. It's really not your Bitcoin when you have a, a Coinbase or uh, whatever, the one that gives you interest. Robin Roberts your five, uh, 5.49 euros. Thank you. Robin Robert. you Your name reminds me of Robin Roberts, who was a pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies and the Baltimore Orioles in my father's day. And my, my father would tell me about Robin Roberts. All right. Pound that like button, everybody. Now, uh, from back in his uh, youthful, youthful days on the streets of Baltimore, listening to Chuck Thompson on the radio call Baltimore Orioles games. Oh, <laughs> All right. And Chuck Thompson made it to my time of, of listening to Baltimore Oriole games, too. Uh, not just my father. So uh, KYC Fork says Donald Trump, uh, Donald 45 Trump. Yes. KYC Fork. You can call it whatever you want to. There's going to be something that involves KYC and a fork of Bitcoin. And uh, our buddies on Wall Street will be like, yeah, OK, that's fine. We don't care. <laughs> but a lot of us, including myself, will be like, this is insane. This is not Bitcoin. It is an unfriendly fork. Turn it into Bitcoin. Uh, ridiculous. All right. Now, let me, I'm just seeing if there's any other comments before we get on the Tether. <laughs> you know, t- talking about regulators. Regulators hate Tether. So I like Tether. And <laughs> I'll compete. Don't, my whole thing is compete, don't complain. And uh, Tether has been uh, comp- competing and, and not complaining. Uh, But a lot of people complain about them. Well, here you go. Gamblers are going to gamble. Traders are going to trade. The news is Bitcoin no longer is the world's most used cryptocurrency. Tether is. Well, what do they mean by that? Bitcoin isn't the most widely used cryptocurrency in terms of trading volume. It's left in the dust by Tether. Tether is a stablecoin that's pegged to the U.S. dollar. Yeah, we know that. In 2019, Tether admitted in court documents that its stablecoin was only 74% backed by cash and cash equivalents. OK, that's people argue what the exact number is. Hey, people believe in it. People love the gamble. Well, trade, it's called. Uh, and it, it is uh, it is the oil. It is the lubricant, lubricant of altcoin trading, of Bitcoin trading, it serves a purpose. It isn't going anywhere. But news like this makes the target on Tether's back even larger for the, the for the governments and the regulators. The governments who want their own stable coins. The governments who have approved of others. Sta- the U.S. dollar coin has been approved by the United States government. It it, it, it is all. It, it, it goes by all the regulations of the United States government. So the unre- it just shows you how things work in the wild. The unregulated stablecoin is so popular that its trading volume is even more than Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah so I have nothing against stablecoins. I have nothing against Tether. I, I, tether is the next Tether. Tether is the last Tether. <laughs> because I, I don't think anyone's going to be able to pull off an unregulated stablecoin like that again. But they, 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 there's the news of the day. Lots of people, uh, you know, lots of people trading, obviously. And uh, Robin Robert Adam, please say something to my friend Victor. He bought his first Bitcoin today and left Normie land. Victor, welcome to the Bitcoin overlay, dude. You... Well, well, you're getting a taste of the Bitcoin overlay. I'm so glad you're not in the land of the eighty percenters anymore. You, you clearly have expanded your, uh, the way you think. And look, Victor is in the house. Victor Liska, uh, Bitcoin Meister. We want you to know that I've left Normie Land and accumulated my first Bitcoin after three years. Uh, let's be unique beast. Strong hand, thank you, Bitcoin Meister. Wow, dude! Well, this is really awesome. Uh, Vic, Victor and, and Robin, thank you for sharing this great news. Um, leaving Normie Land, we should have like a ceremony when when uh, when you leave when you when you become a one coiner. That's I mean, the name of the show is the One Bitcoin Show. I, I don't I don't know. Like, uh, we we have a an, an initiation right with with the unique beast. Like I I. I smack you on your talk list with a paddle like they do in a fraternity? Is that, is that how the initiation? No. <laughs> pound that like button. You pound that like button. I don't know. You get a t shirt when you join, uh, when, when you come in here. I, I, I don't know. But welcome to the One Bitcoin show, the One Bitcoin land. And I appreciate the support and, and happy stories like this uh, that you value your wealth in Bitcoin. When you're not just sitting there, you know, when Mass Mutual's getting rich, you're getting rich too. You're not going to be complaining in the future about Mass Mutual. Oh, Mass Mutual beat me out. No, no, no. All right, now let's uh, let's uh, move to the next subject matter. We need to relieve tether in the dusk. All right. So, Bitwise. I didn't really want to talk about the Bitwise story yesterday. I didn't care that much, but. Uh, The guy from Bitwise explained why it's an important story or a notable story in this thread. It's linked to below. I haven't linked to everything below yet, but if you're watching this tape and playing this at 2x, please uh, click on everything. That's your homework. Today is Bitwise, and this was yesterday, uh, the Bitwise 10 Crypto Index Fund became the first publicly traded crypto index fund in the U.S., with Bitwise, a massive new cohort of financial advisors and investors finally have a simple way to access crypto. How did we get here? And uh, he says an ETF would solve uh, the issue, but we're still wor- they're still working on that. It's not possible right now. So client feedback made the next best option clear, and that was to structure. Uh, Use the structure that GBTC pioneered. Most advisors said that if we could make our Bitwise 10 index available that way it would change the game. So we got to work. So basically this is a competitor with GBTC on a certain level. It's different because it's like you're not really owning Bitcoin and you're diversifying it with other with altcoins. Okay they found some way to legally do this (laughs) and it's a it's a competition with gbtc uh great it's not really bitcoin but it does make a lot of people more comfortable a new cohort of financial advisors and investors finally have a simple way to access crypto (laughs) it's not it's not direct access but hey Compete. Don't complain. I would never purchase anything like that. But there are plenty of people that will do it. And there are plenty of financial advisors that have wanted something like this and will tell people to do it. You are that much more elite today, Victor, and everyone else that actually holds Bitcoin when something like this comes out. Because this is going to bring a lot of people into thinking they own cryptocurrency when they really don't. And they think that they're going to be so happy that they diversified for the sake of diversification and did it the traditional way through their traditional financial advisor, through a third party. Okay, that's the option is out there. uh, there, Today, you can go on Coinbase, go on uh, Swan, buy a real Bitcoin, move it to a Trezor. It's yours. And it's just that's it. That that, that option's out. So many people want to complicate matters and do it their old traditional ways. All right. Now I, I do appreciate that the United States government uh, you know this is this financial product, I think it's ridiculous on a certain level, but it's allowed. The United States government allows it um, they should allow a Bitcoin ETF. And what we've got in Canada is that are, is there are, are they ahead of the, the United States in financial inno- innovation when it comes to uh, ETFs? Because Eric Voorhees says U.S. is falling further behind in markets of the future. What's he commenting on? Just in, the world's first Ethereum ETF, the Ether Fund, will debut on the Toronto Stock Exchange tomorrow under some ticker symbol after raising $75 million. So this has been talked about for a while. But it is kind of shameful that Canada allows you to have an Ethereum ETF, but the United States doesn't yet i mean it stifles innovation there shouldn't be any anyone should be able to have their own dark etf okay so uh yeah it's pathetic uh, that the united the canada is ahead of the united states in that way the united states is the center of the cryptocurrency universe uh but if if it doesn't if it lets canada and others keep uh, going ahead keeps worrying about uh regulation then it'll fall behind now we've got the ceo of circle He wrote a letter to the government uh, saying that the United States stands to lose the tech race to China by not capitalizing on the flourishing crypto market, said Circle CEO Jeremy Allaire. Uh, All right, so his letter to the Treasury Department, he wants regulation, but he wants regulation that he likes that will help his uh, company that deals with the U.S. dollar coin – Move ahead in the space. All right. So and he knows how to phrase things properly by putting it in the China perspective, because if you stare, you know, both sides of the aisle don't like China. Well, supposedly, at least there's one guy sleeping with like a, a, spy, a Chinese spy. But but anyway, um, who slept with a Chinese spy and then he ran for president. <laughs> well, well, what kind of sociopath do you have to be? You think, well, I slept with a Chinese spy. And uh, now I'm going to run for president. <laughs> I think you can get away with it. Well, he did get away with it. for Okay, that's from the Beyond Bitcoin show. But going back to Jeremy Allaire here, go, going back to, to Jeremy. Uh, yeah, he, he wants that – he's saying cryptocurrency is at risk because it, it's not clear. Uh, what the, he doesn't want the United States to overregulate it which I because it will stifle innovation. He wants them to regulate it the way – he is comfortable with. So his company is, is helped out. OK, at least you wrote to the Treasury Department telling them they're ridiculous on a certain level. But it was kind of a fitting in letter also. He did compare the space to the 1996 Internet, which I think is pretty valid. Um, all right. All right. So we've, we've got that on the regulatory side. Everybody knows where I stand on the regulatory side. There should be let it go wild. Let it go wild. Let anyone make any Bitcoin company they want to. Let anybody print their own money, print their own cryptocurrencies, compete, don't complain. But we have voices out there that are leaning toward this authoritarian KYC, stifling innovation. Let's, let's not let Canada, come on now. Canada doing you ahead of the United States. Now, what we and uh, so speaking about the future, oh, Willy Woo, he says in four years, 2024, easily a quarter of the world will have exposure to Bitcoin, given its growth trajectory. I find it ironic that Bitcoin maximalists find this hard to believe. They've seen less than one percent penetration for the first eleven years. Exponential growth has surprising outcomes. Okay, I want to focus on the exposure aspect of that tweet. All right, um, I'd say in four years, a maybe a quarter of the Western world will have exposure to Bitcoin because of companies like Mass Mutual and companies like. Uh, microstrategy, when you own stock in those companies, you're going to be exposed to Bitcoin because they uh, they are holding Bitcoin, okay? And we're going to have all sorts of funds in your 401k that allow you to own Bitcoin and thus you will have exposure to it, but you won't really own Bitcoin. So in, I don't think 20 I – want, I want to make this very clear. In 2024, uh, even in the Western world, I don't think a quarter of people will really own Bitcoin. Okay, but yes, a quarter could easily be exposed to Bitcoin because Wall Street will be very, Wall Street is getting entangled in Bitcoin right now. We're seeing, seeing it happen before our eyes, and many Westerners are already entangled in uh, 401ks, IRAs. All sorts source of Wall Street investment. Uh, so they will they might not directly own Bitcoin, but their companies will be dealing with Bitcoin. And thus, that's exposure right there. The uh, European Central Bank printed some more euros today. <laughs> I mean, how can you value your wealth in euros? It's, it's just it's just another reminder. All right. I'm going to see if there are any other comments here. Uh, any other questions? Roman says eighty percenters buy Airbnb IPO. I'm glad someone brought that up. Shares from institutional investors. Twenty percenters front-run institutional venture investors by buying Bitcoin. There you go. So yeah, I love using Airbnb, but yeah, there uh, there's some uh, IPO madness going on over there, and uh, get get in on a. Bitcoin is still IPO-style type of stuff, okay, for for the long-term thinkers. Uh, I enjoy using uh, Airbnb, but I would never, ever buy their stock, of course, because I don't don't buy stock. And uh, all right, I value my wealth in Bitcoin. Everyone, 1 p.m. tomorrow is This Week in Bitcoin on this Bitcoin Meister channel. Please come back 1 p.m. East New York time, Baltimore time, whatever. That is 10 a.m. in Los Angeles. All right. I will see you tomorrow. Pound that like button. I'm at Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Click on those squares right there that you see if you're watching this tape that says, you know, watch my old shows there. It's my old shows. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Great show.